Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Alejandra, and some of you already know that, but most of you don't. <laughs> so, um, I'm really surprised because I just started my post podcast and I have my first follower. So that is really great, and thank you so much for following me. I don't know if you just decided. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna just follow this to see what's up. But either way, I'm really happy about it. I cannot talk anymore. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, as I have told you before in the last um, podcast, uh, today I'm going to talk about pretty much my whole life in a nutshell. And probably I'm going to take 20 good minutes of your life. So just sit down and relax and grab some popcorn or something. <laughs> to listen to me and maybe it can help you so I really hope so because that's actually the goal of why I'm doing this so anyway okay so telling you a little bit about my life I am 25 years old and my life has been roller coaster and I have learned a lot but I have also got slapped in the face by life way too many times but with that it came a lot of strength and also I did feel pretty bad at times so yeah anyway don't make it that long uh, let's get started with this so when I was a kid I well I have a sister and she's older than me when I was about two years old, my parents got divorced, which is not a big deal nowadays. And for me, it was not a big deal either to don't have my dad like with me because I was really used to it because I was baby. So I didn't really care, but my sister was older, so she got hit harder. And when I started growing up, I saw my sister and my mom like, not being that happy and I want them to be happy and to see them laugh and everything so I was the kind of kid that will make jokes and that will will make them laugh and stuff like that so it was really great because I was able to change their mood but unconsciously I actually assumed this position of the fact that I had to be stronger than them and that I had to be okay all the time and that kind of stuff and that was like a really big responsibility for a kid I mean come on so yeah I was like a pretty serious kid but also I will make jokes like in my family and stuff like that um, but I was like really closing my world um, I was like eight years old or seven years old and I was listening to politics and listening to uh, classical music which is not common in kids at least for what I know anyway <laughs> so uh, when I was a kid I didn't give a fuck about how I looked like physically because I was okay with myself until my family started to make comments about my weight and the way that I looked so um, I remember clearly one time that we went to buy some clothes and well my sister and my mom were talking. Um, to start with, 
I do not blame anyone and also I hope that you do not judge them because I am sharing this with you guys so you have some understanding and you can get to know me a little bit more in my background and why I'm gonna tell you the things that I'm gonna tell you I'm not gonna tell you just because I'm a know-it-all just because I have been through some shit that I know that a lot of people go through so anyway coming back to the story um we went to get some clothes and stuff like that and well I was kind of chubby uh, so some of my family members made this comment of like, oh, well, she's too fat. Um, probably the things that we're going to give her are not going to fit her and shit like that. So I'm sorry if I say bad words. I guess that I, I still have to control that. <laughs> so, um, either way, that was the first time that I felt pretty bad about myself and the way that I looked. Um, and I started crying in the changing room, but no one was listening to me, but I was just looking at myself going like, holy shit, I am so fat. And it was like, I started to hate myself. And well, then I didn't know what an eating disorder was. I didn't know what depression was. I didn't know anything. So I was just like, okay, well, I just don't like to be chubby. So I'm just going to make, I'm going to play a bunch of sports. So all of my school life and my high school life, I played a bunch of sports, but it was still not enough for me. So in junior year, uh, I had some family trouble problems, especially with my mom, because I was living with her at the moment. And well, we had... A lot of things going on. I was also going to go on an exchange, so I was really looking forward for that. But I didn't like the way that I looked, so I just decided to actually do something about my eating disorder. Because it, at that time, it pushed me more because, I mean, teenager, come on. So, <laughs> um, I actually uh, stopped eating certain things, I started skipping meals or started lying or throwing away the food, um, not throwing up, but throwing the food away and saying that I already ate or that I'm not hungry and all that stuff, that it's not good. It was not good. Um, after that, I lost a lot of weight and I was pretty skinny. And a lot of people were just telling me compliments like, oh, you look great and stuff like that. And that's exactly what pushes you to keep doing what you are doing. Like, you know that you're hurting yourself, but you are still doing it just because it feels better than being called fat in a mean way, you know? So... Uh, after this, I went to the U.S., everything was great, um, I had a really, really good time, I met a bunch of awesome people, but when it was time to come back, I started to get really depressed, and I got, I got super anxious, so I started to eat a lot, and I gained a bunch of weight, like, probably double of what I weighed, um, when I left this country. So, um, then I had a, well, binge eating disorder, which at that time, again, I didn't know what it was. But when I came back, 
um, I look at everyone, everyone's like, oh my god, you gained so much weight, you look so different, and all that kind of stuff, because I left here super skinny. So then I entered the university and I was super frustrated because I didn't want to study here, I didn't want to come back here, I was anxious, I was fat, I was just like a mess. And I pretty much hated myself. So, or well, actually the way that I looked. Um, I was really, I was not confident, I was the completely opposite. And in college, I started to skip meals every day, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, until one day I said, you know what, I'm just not going to eat. And the most, the, yeah, the most that I last uh, without eating was one week, which it was a lot, but it was a week of not even drinking water, so it was pretty bad because when... I started to try to walk up the stairs. I will get so dizzy, like it was insane. Uh, but I didn't care, and I did a lot of other things that I'm gonna talk in a different podcast because I'm just gonna dedicate um, one podcast to my eating disorder and to actually one each one of my eating disorders because I had many. <laughs> So first, I had binge eating disorder, which I already told you, and then, well, I was not eating, so I had anorexia because I got other stuff, I got pills to get rid of fat and a bunch of other stuff that I shouldn't have done, but anyway, that was my life. After that, uh, I had vacation, and I started with bulimia because I was getting really, really hungry because I was not eating properly at all. But the time that I ate, I felt super full because my body was not used to get that much food anymore. And I will feel guilty as well, so I will throw up. So I started with bulimia. And then in the middle of the second month of my vacation of three months... I got really worried because I was not being able to stop. Like, I started all of this just saying, like, oh, you know what, I'm just going to lose a few pounds and then I'm going to be done with it. And, I mean, I can control it. But the thing is that it started to control me and I didn't have the control anymore. And I was really worried about myself because I didn't want to throw up. I just wanted to be normal and... Well, I was not being able to help myself. So I actually searched for a psychologist. I didn't tell anyone because I feared a lot that they were going to judge me and they, that they were not going to understand and they were, that they will just tell me, you just have to eat and that's it. Or that they will control me more and the things that I eat instead of just like taking me to a professional or whatever. So... I found a psychologist by myself, I paid for myself, um, and I was like one month with that psychologist, but she, I had way too many things on my shoulders, because it turns out that with the eating disorder, my depression came stronger, and apparently I always had that, but it was getting worse. So I was letting out everything, but I was not, I didn't feel like I was doing something about it, like to fix it. So it was too much for me. 
So I got really freaked out and I stopped going to my psychologist and because I didn't like her anymore, I didn't like to feel that way. I didn't like to the fact that I didn't know how to eat. I went to a nutritionist and it's funny because the first thing that she told me was like, okay, if you are coming this first time and taking this step, I don't want you to stop coming. And the funny thing is that I just came that day and after that I was done. Like, I was just so upset that of the fact that I had to eat again that I just came back stronger to my eating disorder. And it was really bad. So I got even worse. And then after a while, I tried to find another psychologist in this center that was supposedly specialized in like eating disorders and depression and stuff like that. So I lasted like two months with this psychologist. And at first it was kind of helping me. Um, but, well, one of the things that she told me that was, that kind of actually made sense to me because I am a really logic person. And the funny thing is that being a really logic person, I felt into this illness because it is an illness and people need to take it as how it is and understand why it's an illness. Um, so either way, I, she told me this thing that is like, when you are talking about something or the things that are happening to you, it's just like removing all the garbage. So obviously it's going to stink and you're going to feel bad because sometimes I felt okay going to my psychologist and talking to her and then I got like some okay answers and stuff like that. But other times I just left way more depressed because I let out a bunch of stuff that I was not, I think that I just pressured myself to let everything out or I was so tired to keep it in that I just let out everything at once. So it was a bit too much, but I still kept going and I was like, okay, fine, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep going and like, I know that I can make this, I can make this happen, blah, blah, blah. And, um... Actually, I stopped going again to this new psychologist because I just felt like I will sit down in a chair and she will be like, okay, I'm going to listen to you. And I was like, are you, aren't you going to ask me questions or something like that? And she was just like, oh, just tell me whatever you want to tell me. And I was like, I don't know how the, what the fuck I want to tell you. Like, aren't you the professional here? So I was really, really mad because I was spending my own money and I was super young. So I just had the money that my parents gave me and that was it. And I was spending it in a person that was not actually helping me. So then I came back to my eating disorder, but I tried not to. So I fell into Etnos and Etnos, it's a non-specified eating disorder. So I had days where I will binge, I had days where I will throw up, and I had days where I didn't eat at all. So it, it was like bulimia, anorexia, and binge eating disorder combined, which it was fucking hell. Um, I didn't know this until I saw a documentary about it, and I found out that I had that at that moment. So after this, I got 
way more depressed. Also, I had to change my major because I was too depressed to study and the pressure and actually, even if you are the most intelligent person in the world, it will distract you and you are so sad that you don't even want to get out of the house or even wake up or whatever and you are not able to concentrate on anything. So I actually failed my math class, my calculus class because I was not being able to concentrate because of my depression because I actually understood what the teacher was saying and I was even explaining to my friends what they had to do but I had so much pressure and so much anxiety and so much depression that in the last exam I just got completely blank and that have never ever happened in my life I have never been like holy shit the best student ever but I was a good student but at that time I was just like I cannot do anything in life like I, I'm so done. Um, so I I was not able to understand what was happening to me because I was depressed. But other times I had mania, which I don't know if that's the word in English, but um, I will get so excited about everything and like I felt like I could could do anything and own the world and everything and then. Five minutes after I was so depressed and hating myself and hating my life and everything. So it was just like a roller coaster in just one day. Um, so it was pretty bad. And I had also a lot of rage. Like it was not just anger. It was rage. Like I wanted to hit. I used to hit the walls because I was so fucking angry at everything that had happened. Especially if I had a family problem, I will just like wait until everyone is gone and I will hit the wall because I was so mad. And it's a concrete wall. <laughs> so it was really insane. So after this, um, well, I um, I decided that I was gone, uh, done with everything and I want to be gone, actually. And I planned this trip, actually, to just, like, end up with my life and everything. But at the end, I just said it that I was not going to do it. And I got really shocked because I was like, what am I doing here? Why do I want to end up with my life? And I kept telling myself in the room that I rent that I needed help and that I needed to find help. But I didn't know how. And... I was like, I don't know, I need to tell someone, like, I need help. And I was really far away from my uh, home, from my from my country. So then I was like, no, people are not going to understand. My family is not going to understand. So I have to find a reason why I want to live. And it took me more than 30 minutes to think in a reason why I wanted to live. It was that bad. So I couldn't actually, I was not being able to find anything. Like, I didn't want to leave because of my family. I didn't give a shit. I didn't want to leave because of me. I didn't give a shit. But I found something that actually pushed me through. And that is that I didn't want other people to go through the same shit that I did. To try to kill themselves and to 
feel bad and to feel alone in everything and to just give up on life because life is fucking beautiful but you cannot see it when you are like this in this fucking darkness that just makes you blind and it just wants you to stay there and you want to stay there because well you feel like shit <laughs> so that's the way that I felt but I was like okay so I'm gonna live to help other people to don't go through this like that was my only reason and with that reason I came back to my country and I didn't tell anyone anyone no one knew what was what I tried to do or anything I just came back with the same face of like all happy everything is okay biggest lie that I have ever told in my freaking life that I was okay when I wasn't and that's pretty much probably what you are all doing or what you have done at least one time in your life and the thing is that sometimes you need to tell someone and probably yeah your family is not gonna understand immediately but they are gonna understand at some point but if you don't feel comfortable telling someone just write it out text me message me whatever okay i will freaking help you like I don't know how but I will help you because I have been through that so I know how it feels so anyway and I came back everything was okay blah 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 I changed my major uh and then I get pressed again (laughs) so it was like a come and go of my depression until one time I had a pretty bad relationship a family relationship and a bad romantic relationship that I got in and I was ending up really bad and I just decided to take away my life so this time I did uh, plan I did did something about it I took a bunch of pills and actually I don't know how I got up but I got up in the morning because my mom was knocking on my door like crazy and she was like open the door so either way um I opened it and then I fell down like I passed out and the next thing that I remember was that I woke up in the hospital and I had to stay in the hospital for like three or four days if I remember well and while I was in the bedroom of the hospital I was like okay um well I need to find a reason again because apparently the reason to help other people wasn't enough so I have to do it for myself like I I I just need to go through this like I can do it so I actually talked to a psychiatrist I talk I was with medicine and everything and when I got out I went to this center of like psychologists I talked to my psychiatrist one of the things that I was really afraid of was to take medication because I didn't want to be dependent on it but they explained me really well it's just like one part it's emotional and the other part it's chemical so it's not because I want to be like this it's because this chemical part in my brain was not working properly and it needed some help and I needed some help so I hit rock bottom because I almost died which it was actually what I wanted but I am really happy that it 
I'm really happy that it, it didn't happen. So I started to, to take medication. I still take medication. I take two pills, one in the morning, one at night. So I was actually diagnosed with borderline personality disorder which it's what I just explained to you that in one day I can have like three different moods but they are like super strong and I have really highs and really lows and a lot of anger so the medicine helped me a lot but what helped me the most was to work with the psychologist but the one but one that was really into trying to help me and not just because of the money, <clears throat> because that's one of the things that I hated about my other psychologists. They were just like, after the money, it's not like, I don't know how people can do that. Like, they try, they will try to help you, but if you don't pay them enough, they will not help you as well as you, as they need to, as, and as you need to, you know? So, <clears throat> I feel, I felt pretty okay. Also, uh, after I finished uh, with my psychologist, which took me, which took me two years actually, and I'm still on medication. I found things that I like to do, and I, that I started to stop myself because of other people, because of my family, because of my friends, because of certain things. So I started running, and I. Uh, started to go on trips because I love to travel and things like that to feel better. Then what happened in my life was that um, since I was little, I was looking at girls and thinking that they were really pretty, but I thought that it was because I wanted to be like them. But it turns out that it wasn't just that way. Because <laughs> here comes the fun part. I um, met this girl and I actually really, really liked her. Well, at first, I didn't like her that much, but she was, like, super nice, and I was, like, super happy with her. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I have never felt this happy. This is weird. Um, just with the first guy that I, was, that I was, which was, like, my first love, and he will always be my first love. But that is a different story for another day, for another podcast. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so I started going out with her, I started dating her, and at that time I was living at my dad's house, um, because I was not supposed to live with my mom, and before that I was living with my sister because of my medical condition of depression and all that great stuff that just happened, um, being sarcastic in case you didn't get it. So anyway, um, so I started going out, but so I told my family that I was by, and they really freaked out, and they didn't like that. They didn't like the idea of that. Actually, they hated it. Um, they pretty much wanted to disown me because I was by, and it was not normal. It was not okay for them to for a girl to go out with another girl or gays or anything like that or anything that has to do with that world so I had a bunch of problems uh, but I still kept going because I was like okay this person is making me feel good so I shouldn't be what other people want me to be but I should be myself and I am really sure that I do like this girl 
So um, we had a bunch of problems um, with, especially with my family, and then I started, we started having problems also. She started having problems with her mom because we were going out, we were having some troubles well, and I was having problems with my family, and it was really, really bad. Um, to the point where my dad said that he was going to stop paying for my education because I was going to go back to live with my mom and also because I was by. So it was everything just insane. Then I started to keep uh, a relationship secret and all that kind of stuff. And it was just really going downhill. And so after a while, uh, we broke up and well, actually she decided to break up because I am a little bit, a little bit of a stubborn person. <laughs> so I was like, no, we can make it like, I know that we can do it. But either way, now I thank her because it was one of the best decisions that she has made probably Indirectly, she didn't know, but it was one of the best decisions for my life. So I realized that after a while. So anyway, then after that, what happened is that I started to hang out with one of my friends that she was going to church and all that because she's a Christian and I was an atheist before. So I was like, when she told me, she was like, why don't you, because, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I wanted to explain you this really well because it doesn't have a connection. So the thing is that I was feeling really, really bad because I was with this girl for like two years almost or one year and a half or something like that. But it was just like on and off. Um, and some things happened along the way that were not okay at all. Um... And I didn't want to break up, you know, so it was really hard because I was having, I was, I just felt betrayed in a way because I kind of put all of my eggs in one basket of like, I know that this is the love of my life and I'm gonna go for it and I'm don't give a shit if I lose certain things. I don't give a shit if I have to argue with my family and that kind of stuff because I know who I am and I know that I love this person. But then this person comes and goes like, you know what, this is over. And I was just like in complete shock. I shouldn't have been because we have had a bunch of trouble and I even broke up with her before. But I kind of always had this thing of like, I know that we're going to make it, but we didn't. So anyway, the thing is that I was feeling pretty bad because I was really used to see this person every single day. This was my last uh, semester of my college. So I had to do my thesis and it was like, who the fuck is going to support me right now? <laughs> like, I just have me. And then with my family, I was having a pretty bad relationship because of my sexuality and everything. Um, so everything just came together. And also, I uh, stopped talking to my ex-best friend now. So my best friend at the time, my two best friends, I stopped talking to them because they were not that great either. <laughs> so it was just like really 
I had a bunch of big changes at the same time, just like one thing after the other. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this. And I don't want to go back to my depression or alcohol and things like that, like to drink and that kind of shit. Because I started to come back to my old ways and I started to hate that. So I talked to my friend that I told you about and she was in the church and stuff like that and she was like why don't you give it a try it's just like one day just listen to it it's not like what catholics do um I do respect every single religion so don't take it personal uh if you're a catholic or christian or whatever I I don't really mind um so anyway I went and I felt a bit better for the things that they said like It was not about believing in something. It was more about going through life and how to go through life because it's good for you and you want something good in your life. So I kind of like felt okay. And then after that, I had this process of like going to church and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not gonna give you the usual speech of like, holy shit, religion saved my life because that's not exactly how it went. And I'm not going to talk about that right now because it's a different topic. Um, but what I'm going to tell you is that I, I did change a lot um, of my ways and I tried to let go certain things. So um, one of the things that I needed to let go, it was that I felt pretty bad um, because of my ex, but for the things that I did and she doesn't know or she didn't know at least um, that I did while we were breaking up on and off and stuff like that and I felt really guilty so I didn't actually tell told her every single thing that I did but I told her to please forgive me I didn't say I'm sorry I asked her to forgive me because I needed that to be in peace with myself and with my heart. So if you are going through something that is bothering you because you know that you did something wrong or that it was not okay, even if the other person doesn't know, you know. And that is going to be with you the rest of your life. And if you are not okay with you, you're not going to be able to let that go. And that is going to affect you all the fucking time in your life. So just ask for forgiveness or say I'm sorry or do something nice for that person or whatever. Just, you know, do something about it because when we do not, when we don't do something about it, we have this remorse and that's what I was feeling. So I messaged my ex and we were not talking. I messaged her and was like, hey, I'm sorry, forgive me and all of that. And she was like, yeah, it's okay. All cool, blah, blah, blah. It was like, okay, awesome. Um, and then I told her something. Um, I replied one last time and I said, you know what? Uh, if you want, we can be friends. And all of this thing of like, let's be friends and we're exes and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes it's not okay, but other times it is okay. Like I am friends with one of my exes and he's amazing. Like one of the best friends that I have. So anyway, coming back to the story, the thing is that, well, I told her that, she didn't answer. It was like, okay, I didn't actually expect her to answer either. 
But the funny thing is that after a while, like some days or a week after, like I told my ex a bunch of secrets that I had, okay? So the thing is that actually um, she had a new girlfriend and that is completely okay. I was like all, all good with that. And I mean, I didn't know that, but this is the way that I knew why I knew this because I was on Facebook one time and I had a message in the morning or so and it was like this girl I'm not gonna tell you exactly because it's way too strong but she was literally like literally telling me to kill myself and to get pills and that I should die that I should be dead that um Everything between my ex and I, it's over and that I should get over it and that I should disappear forever. And it was just so much hate in one message. And before that will have destroyed me, but actually it made me stronger and it made me realize, like that was the last thing that I needed to realize that we were not meant for each other. And I was so in peace, like, That message that was that had so much hate brought me so much peace in my life because with the things that she said or that she well messaged me, I realized that my ex told her every single fucking thing that I told her and I first I will I'm not gonna lie, I was really shocked and I was really mad because you were trusting someone that spent with you more than a year and a half or probably a bit more and all of the sudden this person tells all of your secrets and all of your life to someone that you don't know and it's telling you to kill yourself like what the fuck <laughs> so anyway so that happened I message I sent this message to one of my friends and she was like what the fuck is wrong with her but like we started laughing and That was all cool, and I felt really, really good because I was like, she was like, before this, we'll have to show you, and I know this because I have, she knows me for a long time, and I was like, yeah, I feel so fucking proud of myself, and I'm so glad that I got this message because this was the last thing that I needed to push myself away from my ex, like, probably what we had at first, it was all good, but at the end, it was all really, really bad. Um, and I wouldn't have wanted to end up with someone that I cannot trust, that I think that I can trust, but in reality I cannot because she will tell everyone everything that I say. So, um, then after this, uh, I pretty much just blocked this girl because it was like, you are not worth my time or even an answer or whatever, like... So, after talking to you and telling you a little bit of my story, because this is not all of my life, but it's already like 40 minutes long, um, and if you made it to this part and you didn't get bored of my story of what I'm saying or whatever, um, well, the lesson that I learned were many in my life. One, it's that life is really beautiful and it's totally worth it and that I'm a fucking fighter and probably you are too and actually I am sure that you are too because the people that have it 
really hard in life are the ones that actually learn how to go through anything and it's funny because everyone tries to break you and like there are shit that life just throws you throws at you and you just get used to it and know how to handle it and it's not a it doesn't become a problem anymore it's just like oh okay whatever I have been through worse things like I know that I can deal with this so the usual saying of like what doesn't break you make you stronger so I used to think that that was a really chef race and probably you're thinking that too but it's totally true but you don't realize that until you go through a lot of things in life uh, but anyway so the second thing that I realized or I don't know if it was the third one I forgot what wait, where I was <laughs> okay so um, second one or third one whatever it's that there are people that are just in your life for a certain time and exactly when you need them but sometimes they're just there for a moment. It's They're not going to be there for life or anything like that. And you need to let go. And you need to let go, one, because you love yourself. And you have to trust um, in, I don't know, whatever you believe. And if you don't believe in something, just, I don't know, in life, um, that... It knows what it's better for you, even if sometimes we don't necessarily want that at that time. Um, and also, with when it comes to relationships, like love relationships, let them go if they are not good for you. Like, you, you do know when someone is not good for you, but sometimes we start to deny that because we really like that person. But we need to accept it and move on because there are a bunch of other people outside. And probably you are like, what the fuck? I cannot find anyone. Like, believe me, I've been single for like a long time now. <laughs> well, for a while, not a long time, like five months or six months. Um, and this has helped me a lot and that's another one of the lessons that I have learned in life it's that I was so worried about feeling lonely and being alone and everything that I didn't have I didn't give myself enough time to spend it with me and this is really weird like one of the things that I did was that um, in a weekend, like the same week that my ex broke up with me, I was like, fuck this shit, I'm gonna adopt a dog. <laughs> it was just like this, uh, because I have always wanted a dog, and dogs are a company. So it was like a therapy dog, but she was not trying to be a therapy dog. I just call her my therapy dog, because it helps me a fucking lot. So... I just went to a city, I adopted a dog, and now I'm super happy. Because you have to find the things that work for you. Like, um, I I like to do things by myself, but I kind of like want to feel the company. So a dog is perfect for me, my pet is perfect for me, because it goes with me everywhere. But it's not a person that goes like, oh, you shouldn't do this, let's not let's do this instead or things like that it just follows you and is your like best friend ever 
<laughs> so that happened. I also found a way to uh, do the things that I like. As I told you before, I started to go in places again. I always have liked to travel. And at first it was a bit hard because I was used to travel with my ex as well. But um, I was like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm going to do... I really love adventures. So I started to go on adventures. I did trekking. I run when I have time now. Um, I have a more healthy relationship with food. Even Even though I still don't know how to properly eat a hundred percent but it's just I try to don't worry that much about my weight and it's something that I still have to work on but um I also started this community to help um dogs to help cats and to help with social causes so I develop myself a lot like personally and I raised a bunch of people that were just dragging me down and they were not building me up. So I started to meet other people that kind of like have the same perspective as me, that like the same things as me. And it's totally different. So I just want to tell you guys to finish this up that you can make it through and... I am the living example of that shit. Like, I know that probably you are tired, that it sucks, that you think that everyone sucks, that society sucks, that I am just telling you my story. It's just like one of those successful stories. And trust me, I thought that I was not going to make it. And I know that you can make it. So um, you just have to go out and face life and go like you know what I'm gonna run this bitch okay so um the last thing that I am gonna tell you is that in the comments you can um let me know what you will want me to talk about if you have any questions for me also if you want me to help you with something that you're going through or you just want to share how you feel you can write it down in the comments and thank you so much guys for listening and i hope that this helps you in any way because that's why i started this so yeah have a good one bye